Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You've seen her fly, now watch her move to a brand new network. The CW has a new hero when Supergirl lands October 10th. It's the season two premiere of the show critics call Pure Blissful Fun. This season, the Man of Steel will finally be revealed. Supergirl's Melissa Benoist teams up with Tyler Hoechlin, the newest Superman in the DC Universe. It's a superhuman family reunion when these Kryptonian cousins join forces in the fight for justice. And if you're wondering if the next president will be a woman, we have your answer. Because Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, guest stars as Supergirl's commander-in-chief. Even though Supergirl has her hands full fighting evil full-time... Kara Danvers is facing changes as challenges of her own. She knows what it takes to be a hero, but Kara is trying to figure out how to fit in with the human race while taking on a new job, new friends, and a new love who's out of this world. An evil corporate empire will rise that bears the name of an age-old nemesis, Luthor. Supergirl and Superman come face-to-face with Lex Luthor's next of kin, Lillian and Lena. And as you might suspect, the Luthor family shares a passion for power that can only be satisfied by a different kind of green. Kryptonite. Supergirl. All new episodes starting Monday, October 10th, now only on The CW. Suicide Squad. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Batman has a title. Maybe. And I don't know exactly where I am. DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk. Featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. Good afternoon and welcome to DC Movie News. We're happy to be back. I'm very happy to be back. Wow, it's dark under there. I hope people know I'm not the crown jewel. I'm sitting in her seat. You're not the crown jewel. It feels so You're wonderful sitting like in seat. You're like the rabbit's foot at best. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to DC Movie News for another week. Uh, I am your host today, Adam Gertler. You can find me at Adam Gertler. This is my Batman shirt. There are many others like it. But this one is mine. That's the real one. Joining us today, we have a very special guest, a close friend of mine. He is a singer, songwriter, food expert, restaurateur, television show host. Go on. Uh, he is from the almost famous band, the Piper Downs, the almost, almost famous band, the Bognar Brothers of the restaurant, The Point. He hosted the show Food Tech on History Channel. Ladies and gentlemen, a nerd for DC and a man who used to be much fatter, by Bobby Bognar! Well, thank you. That was an almost perfect introduction, Adam. Thanks so much. Oh, it was almost perfect? Almost perfect. Yeah, that's it, pretty damn good. It was off the top of the dome, too. <laughs> that's oh, why you what? get paid the big bucks. Well, I'm not high on cold medicine, and as it turns I was out... I you're oof, with us today, aren't you? So much sharper. All right. That is really... You know, like cold, medicine, cold medicine is almost worse than the cold. Yeah, I, no, it's better I than think the it's, cold. I mean, I guess. <laughs> it depends what you're doing. If you're trying to... It tricks you. Um, it's like, oh, I don't feel sick, because I'm like... You know, on cloud nine. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But when you're trying to be uh, sharp, it's not good. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you know him because his favorite holiday is Christmas. He wears a leather jacket like no other. He knows more DC stuff than you or me combined. He's a great actor. You can find him playing the role of the nurse as well as all the other roles in his one-man production of Romeo and Juliet at the Hudson Theater in Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, Mikey Christmas. Bye, Kalanowski! Good afternoon, everyone. 
squad. And now, sorry, I got a real quick shout out that I forgot last week. Matt Bowers, very loyal follower of ours. It was his daughter's first birthday, Evelyn, and I forgot last week to do it. We were so wrapped up with all four of us. So, Evelyn, happy very first birthday, Matt. I'm sorry, but thank you for being a great follower of ours. And Evelyn, we're, we're a transmogrified dog. What? No, Zappa, anyone? Uh, no, over my head. Zappa, yeah. Speaking of music, I'm excited because I'm going to the Desert Trip Festival this weekend. Old Cella. Also known as Old, Old Cella. Old Some Cella? of you may not know, my favorite band and my spirit animal is the Rolling Stones. I'll get to see them tomorrow night with oh. Bob Dylan. And I get to see Paul McCartney and, and, and the great Neil Young, who's one of my all-time favorite artists. And The Who, right? The Who, who I've never seen before, even though it's, it's half a Who. Uh-huh. And then Roger Waters, who, while his politics might be a little bit questionable, I love Pink Floyd. And uh, in that tradition, in that vein, we've brought a little music of our own. Whoa. That's a it's the DC Movie News. With the DC Movie Crew. It's a program that you choose for your DC Movie News. Yeah! Theme song. The crown jewel of DC Movie News, Roxy Stryer, and the man with the swerve, Johnny LaQuasto. Wish they could be here. They can't. Join us, but they can't today. Gallivanting around who knows where. Gallivanting about. It's so sad. Ladies and gentlemen. When you guys realized that the crown jewel couldn't be here, you had to bring in someone equally beautiful and grace. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You fill the void. Slightly more beautiful. No, no, no. It's exactly why we brought you because you're so beautiful. Physically to look at. (laughs) That's right. Right now. That's right. Exactly. Um. Let's talk about some DC movie news, ladies and I gentlemen. Thought it was gonna be a slow week, but stuff was just dropping left and right. Kind of a lot of stuff. Kind of big. Well, yeah. then now we have. I mean, I have a feeling like a lot more stuff is gonna drop with New York City Comic Con. That's a big yeah. And I gotta say, I've but, never felt the brunt of New York City Comic Con as much as this year. I really feel like they're stepping it up. I don't think you're doubting me. We're already starting off. Uh, we're, we're gonna start fits. off. Yeah. Gonna be <laughs> you don't think that there's this gonna be gonna, anything? This, new. this episode today's gonna be like what was it? Rocky three? Should I move in Were between you guys? Or they Should were slowly building over a couple. A couple movies and they got to it. Why are they carrying him? Hey, ring the bell, ding ding. He's walking. Um, I don't know because I haven't. What do they got? Wonder Woman? They're gonna show? Maybe. I mean, if they show Wonder Woman, is that There's not a big not deal? Not much talk. I don't know. We'll see. I never think of New York Comic Con as a big comic. I know well, it's huge. I know it's the East Coast version of San Diego. My but, point yes. is that I think it's bigger now than it was. I, I think oh, it's big, sure. biggest this year. Yeah, of course. In fact, so much so that like Kamikaze now is called LA Comic Con. Yeah, I saw mm. that. Was it Stanley like in court getting it officially it, named that? Well, I mean, now his face is everywhere on the posters. Excelsior. We live in Los Angeles. That's very exciting. I'm going to go and I might pay three hundred dollars to meet Stanley because at this point, three hundred dollars. I don't know what it is, but I feel like at this point, I'll pay whatever it is. How many more kamikazes will you have I, to meet him? I just feel like I, it's something I have to do, and I don't really care. Um, so. Maybe surprising someone, no one, the very, very successful film, Suicide Squad, announced a little information about its Blu-ray, and that it will it'll have an extended cut. Which we didn't think it would. We didn't think it would, as opposed to Batman v Superman, which announced its extended cut before it opened. And Peter even said, "What's on screen is my, my director's movie. cut." Yeah. So um, and, we're going to talk about it in a sec, cut. but let's oh. take a look at this little teaser trailer because it's so short. All right. Brought to you by the girls of God. That's the thing with YouTube nowadays. You gotta throw up commercials there. But, you know, we'll, we'll take a look at it. If Gotham does one thing excellently, it's casting females. True. Yeah. They're yeah. all the lovely ladies of Gotham for sure. I would agree on that one. 
so. And that, they are crazy, so that's good. I don't know, I, I, I'm thinking about giving Gotham a another round. I don't know, I've given up on it. I just gave up on it very early on. Oh, we'll talk about that. And me being a Batman guy says a lot, but... We'll see what happens here. Well, they're really making us work for this one, aren't they? Wow. They really want you to know they have some women, women on this show. I guess... Isn't yeah. this show about Gordon? I... <laughs> More or less. More or less, she is really, really attractive. Yes. There, there's no shortage of attractive women on that show. Valerie Vale. <laughs> yeah, they get better and better. It really is. Uh, Everybody's pretty think... on that show. This is the longest commercial I've ever seen. Yeah. This thing. Were we not? Did we not show the teaser? Are we off the rails already? So that's Gotham. Yes. That's a thing. Uh, and it's a DC-related thing, Mad City. All right. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll talk about that a little later. That's like a pre-teaser for what we're going to talk about then. Uh, but anyway, with regard to the Blu-ray, check it out. There is an extended cut teaser. Um, are, did you catch a lot of new images in the extended well, cut teaser? Well, for the beginning, you knew there was so much shown already before Suicide Squad came out that when you see the movie, you're like, oh, where's that? Where's this scene? Where's that scene? Where's this yeah. scene? And now they're showing it all again. There's a lot of Harley Joker stuff missing. Do you I think we're going to get for this film? Do you, I mean, some people think it's like, oh, it's going to be the air cut. I don't think no. that's what's happening he at said, all. He said it wouldn't be, right? Yeah. 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 So do you think, what do you think we'll get? I think this is like like BVS. It's the ultimate cut. It's like, this was, that was never called Do you even think it'll cut. be as different as, because I think BVS was very oh, different vastly. on the ultimate edition. And even though it was only a half hour extra footage, it's incredibly different movie. This is... Was it 12, 13, 13 minutes, minutes more? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just going to be fleshed out more. I think yeah. the Joker Harley stuff is what's going to be. Bobby, did you see both the uh, regular cut and extended cut of BVS? I did not. I saw BVS twice in the theaters. Okay. I have not seen the extended cut. Yeah, but I, the way you've gone on about it. I, yeah, I, I mean, well, I, I told you, like, for me, like, the biggest crime that that film c- committed was, like, I didn't get enough of Superman's character. And it really brought that side to it. Gave me more Clark. Gave me more Superman. Just kind of fleshed it out. Made him a... A reporter, a well-rounded character. Yeah, and yeah. It, and it is it is a gorgeous film. I mean, say what you will about the uh, narrative problems, but the film has like going back to it, rewatching it. It's beautiful. It's like a film you really want to watch, just See, like still images. I, I heard of. a lot of like people talking about this, the, the Suicide Squad extended cut, and will it fix problems? Where they said BBS, if you if you even if you didn't like the original film, it's still a beautifully shot. And especially then with the director's cut, it all flows together, or the, the ultimate cut. It's a well-put-together movie. Suicide Squad seemed like it was almost two different movies at one point, where you had the beginning hour was one type, and then at the end was another type. So, I don't know. I, I'm obviously, excited. BBS is gorgeous to look at. Um, I actually really like the visuals of Suicide Squad, yeah. too. You know, my biggest problem with both of those films is the problem that I have with uh, a lot of the, the superhero movies is that it always ends with a huge CGI monster at the end. Right. Mm. And that's my big thing. I, I, I invest myself into these characters, and then I'm pulled out of it when they're just going after some huge monster. I feel like the camel's back has been broken with that. I feel like the word is out, and I don't think we're going to see the CGI monster slash cloud slash tornado anymore. I think the people have spoken um yeah i mean for me my my overall issue with suicide squad just had to do with like character development i wanted to see more and more and more um what i liked i liked and then there were other things i'm just like just give me more give me more give me like i want to i want to see the characters build and that's 
what makes me care about them. It's really not like how cool their little contraptions, you know, look. Right, right. Um, and, and like, you know, with the one spoiler death that was happening in there, like, you didn't even fake me out on Slipknot, which I thought right, would right. have been effective. Right. You know? Even just giving him a, another minute or two of bio to make you invested just a little bit more instead of just knowing that he was going. He needed that. Like little montage that everyone else got. Exactly. exactly. Which that. would be something I would like to see in this extended cut. But I also but, think that Jared Leto and I are on the same page that we would like more Joker in, yeah. the, in the extended see, cut. I, yeah, I don't think there was anything more of Slipknot filmed. I don't think yeah, there's something right. to just, put in. He was in for two days, right? He, yeah, I, I don't think. I think it's going to be Joker and Harley stuff. So that'll be exciting. Well, for Harley, the people that want that, that's what they get. Harley Quinn certainly got a huge showcase, and I thought that her, you know, she was fleshed out really well. Yeah. I would have loved more of the relationship between. Uh, Joker and Harley. Yeah, I mean, and and also, uh, you know, a confrontation never really happened between Task Force X and the Joker. Like, you never really, they never yeah. really crossed paths. Mm-hmm. Which but is then again, we weren't promised that, were we? No, we I just thought it was stuff. kind of interesting. It's yeah. like they're all in the film, and like the fact that the Joker and them never meet, right? And it, it's like, except like you know, he's by them in a helicopter, and then it gets like shot down. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've also heard that there were scenes that you see what happens when the helicopter goes down, right? Did we? Because we back up. We never saw the thing with his face his all messed burned, up. Right? Right? That was him popping back up at the end. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully. What we'll I don't get... like about this, yeah, is that the digital is being released a month, a month, and I got to do this again with BVS. I'm not going to do it this time. I'm not doing it this BVS, time. BVS. I went and I bought it twenty bucks on my Amazon Prime. No special features because I wanted to watch before it came out. And, of course, I own the Blu-ray. With this, I'm not doing that. So this is – I hate when they do that, that far advance. Hey, how I'm about this greedy uh, Warner Brothers? Uh, why don't you do <laughs> – It's not like Paramount when they do what, this kind what of like, thing. What like uh, some video game things do where you buy part of it or iTunes even does. When you buy like part of an album, it's like a discounted price to buy the rest, the rest. of the album. Yeah, like an album. Like if I buy the digital copy, how about you hook me up and like let me pay a little less for my hard copy? Give me yeah, give me a coupon for – 10 bucks off. Since you already give me a free digital copy whenever I buy the Blu-ray, how about it going in reverse instead of holding the month over me because I'm a fan of you? Yeah. I'm not a fan of this and I'm not going to... I'm not going to do it this time. I'm not going to do it. Mikey Christmas... I'm going to wait a month. ...has stood all he can stands and he's not going to stand no No more. more. Um, We... Earlier this week, it broke that Ben Affleck spoke about the title while promoting his film The Accountant, which looks freaking awesome. Did you see it? Well... A year ago, okay. I was on, we were on the show here, okay. and I had mentioned, hey, guys, I went to a special screening of an Affleck film. I cannot tell oh, you anything about it. I remember it. this. I Where remember this. You will not doubt him as Batman, and it was for this movie. Wow. It's a phenomenal movie. It there looks so scenes, good. There are fight scenes in that and action scenes with him, and it's not a very heavy action movie, but the scenes that he does, you're like, oh, because at the time, a year ago, Batman wasn't out still, or BBS, and people were like, oh, I don't know. If this movie would have come out back then, there would have been no doubts. He's fantastic in it. It's it's different because he's autistic. Mm-hmm. The character's autistic oh, really? in it. Yeah, That's great. I love that. But it is so well done. So I, I want to see it again because I'm interesting to see what they've changed. What they've changed, yeah. If anything. Well, that's cool, and he's also in that with his uh, Commissioner Gordon co-star, J.K. Yes, Simmons, is, is in yes, that, is. so that's kind of cool. Um, but basically, while he was doing press for that, it kind of came out that the title that they're going with, and this is some great fan art, I don't know if that was done by one of our fans. That is, the suit that they're using is a made by a company because I bought it. 
Oh, you did? Oh, I wow. have that suit that's, that's made off of. I remember the image that was... It's Are called, you going to wear you, that in the studio? You damn right I am. Oh, I'm I can't prepping wait. that thing. It's going to look awesome. Oh, you, you kidding giant me? nerd. Oh, I love it. Of course. Um, so uh, Affleck said, uh, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the Batman. That's what we're going with is the, the Batman. Yeah. And, and which... To which... I ev- love... Everybody loved... Why everybody thought it was going to be called that. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think it's fantastic. And going back to my earlier point, if, if any director can make a Batman movie that won't have a big CGI baddie at the yes. end, it's going to be Ben Affleck. And he is going to kill it. I, I, I can't wait for this. I mean, uh, his movies are so good when he's directing that, Aren't they? that Aren't they pairing g- up his great performance as Batman with a, a grounded, reality-based Batman is going to be fantastic. Now, um, I got to say, I'm a big fan of his movies, too, but I did not like the trailer for Live By Night. Um, what about what? Why not? Did you, I, I just didn't like the costumes. I didn't buy the world. Like I didn't the buy any piece of it. I, yeah, which and I love a period piece. Okay, you know, but and I, listen, I'm holding out. Like he's earned my trust. Like I'm always saying, like why does DC get a lot of flack and not Marvel? Like Mar- Marvel's over a lot of trust. Half like at this point as a director has earned my trust. But right. the trailer, I was like, huh? It just <laughs> and I know other people kind of echoed how I, think, I saw it, and some people saw it, it the because, other way. What is it? The 30s, 20s, 30s takes place. Yeah. And I think, yeah. yeah, a lot of it, and I know that they shot in Florida. So when you think of a period piece, 20s and 30s, you don't think of Florida. You think of right. New York with that feel. So a lot of it is like, it's those pastels, it's bright. So that felt a little weird, but yeah. uh, he's, he's, That's got, what it is. he's yeah. got the the goodwill of being phenomenal. Well, he's done period pieces before, though. He did Hollywoodland, right? And then and that he, wasn't yeah. his directing, though. Uh, oh, he didn't direct? No, no. his first was but he uh, did play Superman. Gone, maybe Gone. <laughs> it was- well, Gone, 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 Baby, Gone, Gone, the town, was... Argo, now, live yeah. by night. And look at Argo. Argo's another period oh, piece, right? Where yes. he nailed the tone. He I nailed, loved Argo. He nailed yeah. it. Someone posted on Instagram. Have you guys seen it? It's it's a shot from the Injustice comic book where Batman had his back broken. And he's all bearded up. Yeah. Longer hair. And it's looked like Affleck from, Affleck from Argo. And they oh, put them side by side. It's like, oh my God, it looks so cool. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Now, Argo's while so we good. all were jumping on the train, you know, we heard Jeff Buke say earlier the week, oh yeah, it's about 18 months out. Oh, and then yeah. we heard Bat- Affleck, the whole internet exploded it's called the batman here's the latest quote brought to us by i guess heroic hollywood is where i grabbed this link from this is a ben affleck quote he's still doing press and it must be amazing when you're doing press for one movie and like you you offhandedly try to mention one thing and it's just it explodes nerd culture we suck on it we suck the blood out of you this is what affleck said uh i just mentioned the other day it's been around for a long time that the movie there is no batman movie happening yet we're still trying to figure it out, you know, get the script and budget and all that stuff. And and someone said, what are you calling it? And I, and I had said, like, back when we were doing, like, promoting another another movie, I was like, you like how I'm gesticulating? Like, <laughs> like this. I was like, we don't have a name for it. We're just going with the Batman or Batman movie or, or Batman. And I said that. And then it was like. Affleck announces the title of this new Batman movie. It was like you can't even touch it without it being... You know, and, and they're like, this This title's so boring, and this title sucks. Oh, so, man, this poor guy. I, I haven't heard this title's boring, and this title sucks. Like, everybody loves the Batman. I, I don't it's know a great what people, title. What do people want? Like, like, do they want, like, Batman, you know, colon, some big, you yeah. know, the quest, the quest for night vengeance or something uh, like that? The, the Batman. When you see the, the new costume, you look at it and you go, oh, that's the Batman. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you? No, it's go the Batman. That. Right. I remember when I first, like, heard that referred to, you know, because, like, when I was a kid, it's like Batman was, like, from, like, Super Friends. Right. And Batman was from the Dozier series, the 66 yeah, series. Yeah. When you say the Batman, it is it sparks. You know, it has it has uh, gravitas. Gravitas. Yes. Gravitas. Yeah. I, I, 
So that's how it should title. be referred to, and it's awesome, and it's a great title. So, yeah. uh, Affleck, I know you're hedging your bet because you don't want to get internet crushed again, but trust DC, us, the fans, and go DC with it, Movie man. News uh, has your back on this one. We're exactly. For it. We endorse. For it. Uh, he also shared his thoughts about BVS. Um, and that he said, you know, a lot of people re- rejected the tone of BVS, and he said that tone was very subjective, uh, and that he felt that it was the tone of The Dark Knight Returns, which is obviously a big piece of the source material that Zack Snyder used. So do you agree that they captured that tone in The Dark Knight Returns? Uh in the Dark Knight of the Dark Knight Returns? Or uh, yeah, in, do, you, do you think the tone was, was similar? I thought that I had no problem with the tone of BVS. I thought mm-hmm. it was it was on. This is this is what we looked for this whole time was uh, a clash of of ideologies and we saw that and that dark tone lended itself to it, I thought. I, I enjoyed it. I thought mm-hmm. that part was great. You know, my problems were technical. My yeah. problems weren't with the tone. I, I loved it, and I loved seeing an adult thing that wasn't uh, killing joke rough. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I thought that they I thought that they nailed it. I loved the tone of BVS. Yeah. Awesome. What about you? Do you think? Well, did you, you know. Well, did you think that the tone was like? Do you agree? Yeah, with that because statement? it had the 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 Bruce Wayne of the broken guy. Yeah. Like not broken, but the sense that this is my lot in life. This is what I got to do. You know. He had that 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 sense of. You know, isolation that's from the... But also an obligation. Yeah. A personal I, obligation. I'm still doing what I got to do, and I'm not going to give up, but uh, my life sucks, so... I will say that for myself, I don't exactly agree, because... You're a huge Dark Knight Returns fan. Well, I'm a huge Dark Knight Returns fan, and I'm also... What I always say is that that has a lot of humor in it. It is very dark, but there is humor. I liken the tone of Dark Knight Returns more to my favorite film of all time, the original RoboCop. Um, ah, you like the black humor. I love the black humor. I'd buy humor. that for a dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that to me, you can have darkness and still have some to- and still have humor. It's not one or the other. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. You know, it's interesting because they came out very well, Dark Knight Returns came out a couple years before, yeah. but Frank Miller having yeah. wrote RoboCop 2 like Yeah. You know, yeah. that that style, that satire. That and Peter Weller yeah, later doing the voice very, of Dark Knight Returns. Right. It's all got its, in fact, its uh, tendrils scene, into each there's other. There's a scene in the Dark Knight Returns animated film where Batman comes out through the wall and grabs him, which is right out of Ripped out of it. Yeah. So, but, you know, listen, they're getting there. I don't want to harp you on You digress. That. I digress. Um, he also, Affleck this is, comments on why Deathstroke for the Batman film. Which is sort of a, a backhanded admission that he is going to use Deathstroke for the right. Batman film. Um, and his comments were something to the effect of he, need, uh, he needed a, a threat that can match Batman on a physical level. So what do you guys think of the choice of Deathstroke, Affleck's reason? He's a great villain because I just had an instinctive feeling that he would match up with him well. You know, I'm a big admirer of the character, especially in the new 52 which I'm not as familiar That's, with. That when version. he said that to me, that was kind of like, oh, you, you're a big fan of the New 52, huh? I'm like, okay. Well, I, I, I'm not a fan of Deathstroke in the New 52 at all. What is the big difference between Deathstroke? I, mean, I the, ask you they as a resident it character like three corner times master. in DC New 52, they did like three different, like he's younger. I think the last. I thought he was older. Before Rebirth, they did something and put him in a younger body. Ooh. And it was a younger guy. I, I want to say he didn't have the, have the eye patch. I could be wrong on that. But I did not like it. It wasn't Slade Wilson to me. Listen, for those of you that are not comic book readers out there, it is not uncommon in the world of comics to have a sort of Freaky Friday situation yeah. where you're put into another body. We've <laughs> seen this right. before. It just happens. So, you just need a mad scientist and you're yeah. um, But I think, I think it's a great 
choice. Because the fact that you guys read uh, Identity Crisis, Deathstroke takes out, I mean, it's the second string Justice League, but he takes them all out by himself. He's got Elongated Man, Adam, Hawkman, Zatanna. Yeah. And he methodically goes through how I'm going to take everyone out. He's like, you know, I'll... I'll knock Green Lantern's concentration. I'll punch Zatanna mm-hmm. in the throat so she can't talk to give her his thing. A ray of light will blind Adam and shrink him down to a microscopic level. So he's like going through and kill, taking everyone out. It's like he's perfect villain for Batman. And also, don't you think that maybe uh, when Ben is thinking of the villain to put up against Batman, that he, you know, we've already seen the Joker in several incredible I'm incarnations. So thank God it's not the Joker, uh, right? Oh. Or the Riddler. You know, maybe maybe he feels like this is a a, a new vehicle. That he can bring to life in a way that most people haven't been uh, haven't come to know as well. And, and how about the fact, much to your point before, Bobby, that what we'll see ultimately is a showdown between two great freaking fighters right. with amazing weapons, and not a monster and a CGI the, cloud yes. in the sky. But the like the fact that like if the, the fight team that did the warehouse scene, Ugh! and if you guys have seen the Arkham Origins, that it was the game trailer of yes. the, the, them too. I remember watching that, going, "Why don't we get this in a movie?" Why yes. and it was just like, if they even scratch the surface of that, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I love the fact that it's not a villain we've seen before. I think there will be other villains in the film yeah. somehow. Um, I'm excited for this this mono mono kind of thing. I, I'll mention my other favorite movie from the same year as RoboCop. Predator, same kind of thing. Like just a a man versus monster hunter prey yeah, right. stalker. The prey city kind of is thing their jungle that just comes down right. That comes down to just all the weapons go aside and it's you versus me. And that's what I'm really An excited to see. Strip down, just go bare knuckle. But remember, they started out as a team going up against the Predators. You know, I mean, there yes. was Carl Weathers, yep. there yes. was Jesse Ventura, oh, and they went in there and it oh. came down to one guy. Who, you know, who had to make it happen. And both those films, I'm digressing, guys, but both those films from 1987, 30 years ago almost at this point, they still look great to me. I yeah. mean, the effects still look great because it was that perfect combination of practical. If, there was really no digital effects. If you want right a there. good night, go watch Director Commentary by Paul Verhoeven on RoboCop. Uh, it's sensational. Where are you, Paul Verhoeven? Why aren't you making American movies anymore? He got out while the getting was good. Um, let's see. Is there any more? About, okay, so also Affleck commented on Oh, one thing about Deathstroke, do you guys still think that he's going to be in Justice League at all? Do you think we'll see any I, introduction? I have to believe they he will is. tease, for sure, at least. If he's not a that. big part of it, for sure he will show up to whet the appetite. I think I, so. I, I want to disagree with you guys just because I want to create conflict on the show, but I have to agree with you. <laughs> I think, Snyder was doing storyboards on I, set. I think that's the idea. Now that we have the train rolling, yeah. my biggest complaint has been character development. Nothing to me is better than getting a little taste of a character. Right. So I have it in my mind, and then now when I meet him in, in, the, in the Batman solo film, I have a frame of reference. Right. Okay. There's already some investment, and we don't have to waste quite as much story. It's like I always go back to that Quentin Tarantino reference. Like He builds the legend of a character so well that when you see the character on screen for the first time, even you've just heard an anecdote about them, and you're there. You're, you're caught right. up with that Invested. character. Invested. Exactly. So I'm excited, and I, I do yeah. believe we'll get a little bit of Deathstroke, but I don't know if we're going to get a Batman-Deathstroke situation, unless Deathstroke punks Batman. In Justice League. In Justice League. I don't know, yeah. Um, the tactical suit, Affleck commented on that there was a very specific purpose for it. Yep. I think it looks great. Um, we talked about that, right? I mean, it has to do with the main story villain. Point. Story, story point. Of Justice League. Um, again, you know, a, a, a costume that 
of course, drew ire from the internet because that's what it does. But I thought it was a great looking suit. What, do, yeah. what did you think? How do people complain about this? Oh uh, well, that's not the actual. No, suit no, no. I mean, you know, the I tactical. Mean, how suit. do okay. they complain yeah, about they, the tactical suit? They said it looked like night owl because the goggles. Yeah, the goggles. Like, he's wearing those because he's ears a little bit. I just think that costume design in BVS. Costume design yeah. in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Costume design that we're seeing here is just fantastic. Yeah. Even the little mock-ups with, uh, with Deathstroke. I mean, you know, the yeah. little test footage looks looks great yeah. for this stage of production. You know. Yep. Yeah, it's a really Manganiello is a sexy man, and that is a sexy looking Deathstroke. There's no denying that. Um, speaking of Justice League, so they wrapped the principal photography, and as people are want to do when they uh, wrap a big project like that. You have a little party, right? We used After to do it. party, School play, <laughs> choir, uh, the Piper Downs. Party. I'm sure yeah, you guys sure. would have CD a release party. Parties. Yeah, sure. The one guy who actually brews his own beer in Detroit was not able to attend the after party, Jason Momoa, I think we got a picture of him that he tweeted out looking kind of out of shape as yeah, he was. He's in, he's in what we call Bobby shape. Yeah, he's obviously brewing his own beer, doing nothing but drinking it, <laughs> lets himself go. He's got like eight separate tiny rolls of flab going down like flag. the length yeah. of his body. Like that, that's disgusting. That is a beer belly. Look at that. <laughs> Just that doesn't let even look go. like a guy that smells his own beer. You know, for a second there, when I first saw the picture, I thought he had those two giant, uh, the ropes in his hand. He was doing the rope exercises. Yeah. No, he's just giving the sign, like, what's up there? Yeah. Oh, that, is that's that a little Shaka. Hawaiian? Shaka yeah, like yeah. a little Hawaiian. Look at him. He's just like, Oh, man. Jesus. Who doesn't love this guy? Um... So, speaking of what they were filming up north, it just came out, uh, somebody uh, was in Iceland? Iceland. Iceland. That there were some actual set photos found. Um, Location so, 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 okay, so Momoa says, can't be at the party, gotta go film north. Internet speculates for 48 hours. Oh, maybe he's going to film some Justice League stuff, or maybe he's going to go be a ghost in Game of the Thrones, and his character Khal Drogo is going to come yeah, back well, because he's the North in, and the thing. Nor- if Justice League is wrapped, then what are they filming up there? Oh, well, pickups. they needed some additional pickups oh. in Iceland, and they probably wanted to do it in uh, November or the October. Yeah. Right, because of a certain weather. Uh, and what it looks like here, if you look at the picture, it looks very much like... Uh, I'm assuming the fishing village that's referred to the town. It's on the water. The, the King's Tide, where that comes in. And, right, where the King's Tide the comes in and he gives the fish. I, I, you know, the one party I do hope Momoa shows up to is I hope that there's a scene in Justice League where everybody's just having like a fish cookout outside, <laughs> bundled up in their coats, except for Aquaman, who's shirtless. Sure, drinking. Drinking beers, brewed by Jason Momoa in, in Detroit. <laughs> And, uh, oh, there it is. It Look could be that. like one of uh, Adam Gertler's famous crawfish boils. Oh, yes, that's right. We get the crawfish straight from Louisiana, right from the source, people. Uh, um, uh, J.K. Simmons had a little bit to talk about uh, his role of Gotham. He reiterated the fact that, yeah, you know, I'm not in it too much, but he was very excited to dip into this world, and he's very excited to be a part of this world, hopefully for a long time time to come. Is anybody luckier than J.K. Simmons who gets to basically kill J. Jonah Jameson, put that to bed so that anybody else that plays that role is going to have a tough time following that then he will. crosses the aisle and, and he's like, I'm, I'm Jim Gordon now. I'm over here now. Would he, could he make it the Gordon that after him no one else would be able to, ever be able to play it? 
Was that uh, English? I tried to get You, you I almost nailed it. I don't know. Happened. Gary Oldman is pretty good. I mean, he, yeah. Gary Oldman was a <laughs> I don't know if you know this, quarter. but Gary Oldman's got some chops. And you said he's lucky. Yes, he is lucky. But, you know, they say that, you know, luck or that, uh, that success is a combination of luck and hard work. And uh-huh. no one's worked harder than Simmons, right? This guy's been on our radar TV and movies for 25 years busting his hump to really be a great, great actor. And, uh, boy, he's, he's going to kill it. Yeah. Yeah, and the look is very much like a lot of the other, um, you know, DCEU looks. It seems that what he, he refers to the fact that, you know, himself, Zack Snyder, a lot of the other costume designers, they all kind of tried a lot of things. And, and they ended up on something that, to me, is very, like, out of the comic book page. I mean, it looks, save the... Uh, more recent Gordon that shaved his mustache and shaved I the sides of his hands and put on a bat suit. Yeah. But, uh, you know. <laughs> bat Gordon? Bat Gordon, no, I don't not, know. Not, not a fan. But this one, this looks really great. I mean, it looks like he's right out of Tim Sale, that art. Yes. With, with the, the floppy fedora and the cinched together trench coat. Yeah. So loving it, loving it. Can't wait. So do you think, when do you think we're going to get, like, an actual trailer for Justice League? Like, around well, Wonder I mean, Woman? I heard Wonder it's Wonder coming to New-, New York Comic Con. No. Ah, so it's it's a year, a year, a year and a month. We are a year and a month. I don't know. I don't know if any, I don't know if Warner Brothers has anything at Christmas. No, they're going to focus on Wonder Woman for now. Yeah, it's got to be before Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman maybe maybe right with, with I think Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman with will be Wonder Woman yeah. is going to get get. get the I think first. they're smart. They're not going to because remember Suicide Squad. We didn't see anything before BVS. Really, right. we saw a couple of the teaser and this and that, but. But this is Justice League. You gotta let one one breathe. You gotta let it go. You gotta yeah. give it. It needs the hundred percent support. It's, it's, it's not weird. Justice. Isn't League. it weird that they, we got this sort of trailer, but it's not a real trailer? I mean, it was very early in, in the filming, and they put something Justice together. League? Yeah. Well, they said this is just for fans. This is right. just to show you what we're doing. But it's very officially put together. But that was also like, hey, we know you're worried. This is our tone, right? And I and guess we got that. We got that same thing about a year before Suicide Squad at that Comic Con too, where they right. get that first trailer. Right, so we've so gotten like a that. good amount of what we saw for Justice League. I don't think they need to show us anything. Yeah, for a I while. think you're right. I think they should kind Focus of keep on it on Wonder Woman. Give Wonder Woman 100 percent, right? Because now. they are keeping the Justice League conversation going, just in like the set visits and all the you know, like they're, they're keeping they're, they, they're learning from their mistakes. I think. I think yes. it'll be part of the promotion for Wonder Woman as we get closer yeah. to. I mean, they're going to have to. They they want to piggyback on that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so, moving on away from the DCEU for just a moment, we had a new clip released. You can go find it online uh, as part of DC All Access of Batman, The Return of the Cape Crusaders, which I believe is going to be in theaters with a Fathom, Fathom Event this Monday. Is it? Is it Monday, October 10th? Check me on that, y'all. Chat it's room. soon. It's soon. Um, did you guys see this clip? Have you seen any advertisements? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, this... Um I'm just not. Uh, I didn't grow up with the '60s show. It's not. I have no love for that whole incarnation of Batman. It's not. So this wasn't even like your as a kid. Your no, first I live watched it. Thing. Yeah, I did. But at that time, I was much more into like the Super Friends cartoon. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's just on the flip side, like, I absolutely loved this trailer. See, there we go. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it wasn't hearing Adam West's voice was great because you know it's Adam West. But hearing Robin's real voice, the the voice that I knew as a kid. Boy, that just absolutely... Burt Ward, it, it, it made my day. I smiled for like 20 yep. minutes after just hearing Burt Ward speak as Robin. Uh, and it, it looks like so much fun. I, I can't wait to see it. And like, Burt Ward is a guy like what? In his, in his 70s Probably. right now? And what have you heard him do, do yeah, since then? Adam West is almost 90, so... Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, that's amazing, yeah. Uh, 
I mean, hey, it, it, there's a Bert huge Ward is 71 years old. He was born July 6, 1945. Okay. Uh, Adam West is 88 years old. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's kind of crazy that Michael oh. Keaton is 65 years old and Burt Ward is only six years that older. That is crazy. That's so weird. Wow. Uh, Julie... Is it Julie? Newmar? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is she playing the Catwoman in this? Yes. Okay. And then they have some sound alikes for some of the other rights. Well, because Cesar Romero's gone, right? Yeah. Cesar yeah. Romero's gone. And uh, uh, Frank, Frank Gorshin. Gorshin's gone. Yep. Burgess Meredith is yeah. gone. But the new clip where they were all like in a band. That was so, the, that was so uh, the tone of the TV show. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't think the Fathom event will do as well as the... Uh, 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 Killing, Killing Joe. Joe. Yeah. That, I think, was an anomaly. And I think, had that been better received, yeah. maybe people would be a little more... But I also just don't know... I don't know. I don't know how many people are really psyched to go out and run out and see this. Like, I don't... My question with this thing is, like, who is the audience really this for? This will do like, better uh, for On Demand, for sure. Because yeah. it's definitely skewing to an older crowd who's not going to go out for a special event movie cartoon right. on yeah. a Monday night, you know... Uh, it'll do all right, but it, it won't do Killing Joke. Although I will say that I I got to see the Batman '66, or I don't know what year they did it, but it was that era movie. It was the movie yeah, done in '69? Yeah, yeah. I don't know when they did the movie, but um, that was great in the theaters. It played really funny with an audience, oh, like wow. in a way that like I've seen that film so many times at home. But to laugh out loud like that, um, I think I was also very drunk. Uh, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, but it was it was really really funny. So well, be, seeing a film with a crowd is integral to you know the movie going experience. It it really does change things. I mean, think of I had such a great time seeing Suicide Squad with a with a rowdy crowd, fun. You know, if if I saw it for the first time on video where I'm just at home, it, it doesn't have the same impact. You know, so yeah. So especially something nostalgic like the original Batman movie with with Adam West is uh, seeing that with a crowd must have been a lot. And of fun. It does look like that was actually. Uh, 66 as well. Uh, now we have uh, Chris Pine talking a little bit about the character of Steve Trevor. Mike, what do you uh, what do you have? To, what do you how do you? Feel I think about he this? just came out and said, "Hey, I'm not. In, uh, I'm playing Steve Trevor in World War One. That's it. I'm not playing Steve Trevor's grandson." Yeah. So interesting on that. I like Pine. I think he's a great actor in what he does. I love his Kirk. Um, so uh, I'm. I've always been on board with him. I think he's great casting. So, Pine's comments, uh, it was fun to fall in love with Gal Gadot. (laughs) Sure, we all have, of course. Uh, It was fun to do some comedy. It was fun to do some action. Uh, The part kind of asked for a little bit of all of it, so it was a good time. I think what's really fun and exciting about it, different about it, actually, is that there's a nice love story at the center of the action film. I wonder if that means... Diana is into dudes. Uh, and I don't think you see that often in these kinds of films. Well, that's pretty cool. I like to hear that. What do you guys, what do you guys think of those comments? Yeah. Uh, uh, let's, yeah by yeah. all accounts, DC is trying to get more humor, mm-hmm. right? Uh, whether it's necessary or not is debatable. Uh, so the comedy didn't bother me. And obviously they need a romantic interest for a pretty leading lady. That's just kind of how movies work. Um, with all the, the bisexual or, uh, rumors that have been going around yeah. and everything, I just don't think that's going to play super hard mm-hmm. in their first right. female yeah. lead. You know? and, and listen, if Wonder Woman's sexuality is fluid, 
then there's no reason that in the modern era she might have relationships with women. She might have right. relationships with dudes. And they don't need to make it about it. Right. And nope. I think that's a strong move. I also think it's a strong move to commit to Steve Trevor in one time. Maybe that's how ah, they. Maybe that's how they got how they got Pine, who's you know fairly in demand. I mean, right. he does a lot of things. So you, Mike, I can tell you don't love it. <laughs> what you don't love the idea that Steve Trevor is only a World War One guy? No, I think I don't think you could have had Steve Trevor in both time periods. No, it had to. You know, it's it's well, Linda Carter did. <laughs> She did, right? Yeah. Well, because it was in both time periods. Yeah. Well, they just changed. Right. In the second season, they were like, well, we're not doing World War II exactly. anymore. We're going to be in the 70s. And I, you same know what? cast, though. I, didn't, I watched that show, and didn't I didn't even know kid. that until oh. like last week when you someone watched said, it, it was like, oh, the oh, first it. season was a period piece, yeah. and then they decided to throw Modern. that out. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't acknowledge it or anything. Nope. nope. Just so kind of a soft reboot. They were just kind of like milking their multiverse right there. Yeah. You, you can coin that phrase, by the way, <laughs> milking the multiverse. Well, you know, that, that stuff doesn't bother me at all. I, I think about it. You remember What If Comics? I sure yeah, do. Okay, like those were the best, right? Yeah. And so when people get all riled up about things not being exactly, you know, uh, in the continuum and stuff, you got, you've just got to think about every film, every TV show is kind of a what if, you know, a what if comic that, yeah. that might have just slight differences from what you were used to. You know, that's my attitude with, like, recasting actors in the roles, too. Like, I would follow a book for 50, 60 issues, and that's a long-ass run. That's a five-year run. And then a new creative team takes over. It's rough, but it happens because the thing keeps going on. So if another actor shows up playing Batman in five, six years, like, it's, you know, because Jim Aparo left and uh, yeah. and Norm Brayfogle's in now. Well, I think you can count on that not being an if. I mean, someone else is going to play Batman yeah. eventually. You no, know, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, also, one thing I wanted to mention about the Batman movie, um, I had this idea, like, something I would like to see in the Batman movie chat room. I'm curious of what you think of this. Like, I've heard some people say, like, they wanted a prequel this. I think it's pretty clear that's not happening, and I think that would be an awful idea. But I don't think it's terrible to do, like, flashbacks in almost a black and white sort of tone, maybe with, like, a different costume. That's the only way that I could possibly accept, like, a younger Batman if it was, like, in a different visual presentation you know what I mean yep. like I don't like the idea of trying to do a Batman story where Affleck has to be de-aged or something right. like uh, that yeah. like and, and also for the narrative of the universe I don't like the idea of prequeling it right, right? like don't we want to move yeah. the story forward it right. seems like that's what they're doing we're not going to be going pre- prequeling and we don't need another theater alley origin story <laughs> yeah yeah you know no we don't I mean <laughs> but listen you can just like Steve Trevor goes back in time um, just like uh, Batman could go back in time uh, the DC universe constantly plays with space and time. And flash pointing it. Flash, flash pointing is it. obviously the. Um, and for me, I I play with time with my jamming new watch. This is about as close to we get as messing with time. Yeah, our watches. That's yeah. an excellent segue. I there. mean, I feel like this timepiece has been jangling a lot and probably destroying the audio of this podcast. <laughs> but other than that. It looks but pretty visually. That's cool. why you got to go with the leather band like I've got right here. See, you're a leather band well, kind of guy. These are, uh, for you at home, these are what are known as a new company out there called Movement. And it's kind of cool play on words. It's MVMT, uh, but it's pronounced Movement. Uh, it was founded by, it's a company, it was founded by two guys. They were right. like college students, broke college students, like in a garage. Like I saw this thing, like 
all these great companies, Google, right. Disney, Apple, they started in garages. Yeah. And they showed the pictures of the garages where these guys live. So I don't know where these guys are from. To me, but to me what's t- crazy about these guys is like they found they had a common interest in an appreciation of watches. A fine watch. That'd be like me and you. Like We love Batman. Yeah. No, they loved watches. They were classy dudes. These guys like something that they could do something with. Yeah. <laughs> college guys, they probably went to the department store, which we all go and we see it's like $600 for a watch. I'm like, are you kidding oh me? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a thing that tells time. Yeah. You know, and it's not even a Swiss piece. You know, it's something, you know. So these guys like watches. There's, okay, that's the desire, right? Then the problem is watch is too expensive. Right. So they address the problem. And what they kind of found out in their research is that so much of that is the markup, the going to the now, store. this kills me. Uh, being in Los Angeles out here, everything, you're paying for, whether it's the name or the middleman, mm-hmm. it's it, it's... You know, and especially nowadays with Amazon where you can find the same thing and it's so much cheaper because you're, you know, you cut out whatever. But these guys, like, you know what? We That's why these watches are so damn expensive because it's all yeah. these, we're going to go in quality. Kind of, you're talking about quality timepieces. That's the thing is you yeah. can get a cheap timepiece, but you, you're looking for a quality. No, one. these right. guys want wanted a good. quality piece. And so what they, what they kind of came up with was the fact that they can actually manufacture it themselves and sell direct, like a lot of people are doing now, this idea of direct marketing. Uh, and they came out with these badass watches. Which, I, which, first of all, I mean, they, they start at 95 bucks. That's what these things start at. $95, yeah. which to me, I love this watch. I went with, and there's all different series. Now, yeah. they had, what did they have? They had the, it was the Classic, the Chrono, and the 40 series. Yeah. I go Chrono. Like, okay. I love this thing because I want something like, look, you know me, I'm a leather, leather jacket guy. Yeah. Look at it. Perfect. But I also wear a lot of, like, uh, navy or gray suits. Yeah. And a brown watch, can't go with a black suit or anything, but my navy, I needed a nice watch. I've worn this with a suit. Out. Yeah, and it looks great. I get a lot of comments on it. Well, I went with the uh, metal band with the black on black here, and I obviously got that to go with my Your Dodge car. Challenger. That's, that's a classic. You I was thinking classic. like I need to look badass in my Batmobile right here. So it's out the window, left hand out the window, yeah. showing off the watch. Now you'll notice mine's jiggling around a little bit. It comes long, but you can actually knock out some of the links, and I did that. Uh, how I did that was I went on YouTube and I looked on how to adjust your, your links. Uh, I can maybe adjust another link or two. I'm not a link guy. I like the leather band. But and if anyone knows about band. links. Yes. Ah, there you go. They've it's sold Adam. over 500. Yes. I should. Oh, that was a sausage 500,000 of these have been sold already. 500,000 wow. since wow. they started. Yeah. But, you know, we talked about this, guys. This is stuff for you guys. Get You get 15% off today. So these watches, $95 to start off with. I, I saw in their range, like they had 135 140 You get 15% off today. Free shipping and, this is the cool part, free returns. That's always important because you actually want to try it, wear it, um, and see if it yeah. suits you. See if it you. goes with your car. See if and it you know goes me, yeah, with I'm, your I'm car. I'm like a classic guy. Like the jeans, the t-shirt, the leather jacket. This, these watches were great for me. But guys, check out mvmtwatches.com slash movie. So it's mv, mvmtwatches.com slash movie news. And, you know... I got to tell you, I mean, you can't get anything better than that. No, guys, they're actually, they want to save so much money. They've even taken many of the vowels out of the world movement. <laughs> Join the movement. That, they're cutting the middleman out. They're just cutting they them out. movement and they're like, they're like these vowels are expensive. It's too much. It's too much. Why are you charging people for vowels? They know what it is. MBMT. There you go. Like movement. MGMT. Like, just do it. And what I kind of like is we're at the ground floor of something. You know, they've only, they've sold 500000 but it's not like something that's known like Timex. But it's going to be a company that's going to be around forever. And to be a part of it at the beginning like this, I think that's kind of cool. Like, you know, you're showing people and helping get the word out there so i enjoy these watches it's a great company and i i love giving to business owners like this instead of someone you know the middleman Timex right. and this and so that. you got like, the website 
Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, thanks for joining us on the show today. Roxy Stryer is not here, so Boo. we don't have the TV Time theme song uh, without the theme song. We have all these things to talk about, but without the theme song, we can't do the segment. So um, I guess we have to... So Adam, um, I, I, I can help you out with the theme song. What do you mean? <coughs> what? There's no... You're not oh. Roxy Stryer. Oh, I am <laughs> I'm not Roxy Stryer, buddy. You're not Roxy Stryer. <laughs> You're not in a cat suit. What? It's time for Roxy Stryer's TV Time. Sing along with me this right. Roxy Stryer's TV Time. She thinks that the flash is fine. DC Movie News is time to talk. TV Time! Live version Coming. Smoking hot. It's wow. time for Mike and Adam's TV time. Mike and Adam's oh, TV boy. time. She's going to get upset now. Uh, okay, so uh, a couple of cool things. Uh, a lot of premieres this week. Um, Big premieres. What's that? Flash and Arrow. Flash and Gotham. Arrow. New Gotham. New Lucifer. Gotham premiered a couple weeks ago. We're like three, three episodes. Yeah, yeah, Gotham. Three into Gotham. But Flash it with Flashpoint. Okay, so yep. let's talk Gotham first since it's been around. Shoot. Where are you at? What do you think? Gotham uh, yeah. is my... Affects my heart the way that the Miami Dolphins affect my heart, okay. which means that I know I, I see your posts. No matter how Bobby hates bad football. they oh. break my heart, I have to watch. So there's something You're about Gotham me. That, that keeps drawing me in, and I keep hoping for a payoff. And if it doesn't come in my lifetime with the Dolphins or with Gotham, I hope that my son will have a chance to see Gotham pay off or the Miami Dolphins pay off. Football team. He's using the football team right now. I was just in go. Florida, and uh, the residents there said, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't have a professional team anymore. Yeah, so. uh, but, yeah, Gotham, speaking of tone, I just think Gotham has designed tone for days. Yeah. But... My big issue with Gotham are the acting tones. Yeah, everyone's it's good, all over the place, but right. they're all in different shows. I couldn't agree more. Um, however, uh, I dropped it ten with ten episodes left last season. Started fresh this season, and for the most part, I've been enjoying it. Like, and I can tell, like, by how captivated I am. I love the, the Mad Hatter. Mad I really Hatter's love the great. take of Mad Hatter. He's great. Uh, you know, and and you can't argue with Penguin or Riddler. Those guys yeah. put on great performances that are right in the pocket for that show. And Matt Hatter is off to a great start. Also kind of cool to see, whatever you think about Bruce Wayne clone, uh, the fact that you get to see Bruce Wayne be a little badass. It's a little Batman tease, He's, right? I think uh, that actor is showing better as the clone than he has ever shown mm. as Bruce Wayne. His physicality is very yeah, different. Very different. He did a great job. I also kind of love Selena Kyle. Like, the girl that plays her, and I say that in a very platonic you know, Older man, I know she's uh, a young, but she's great. I think she's really good. Don't wait up for me, losers! Like she's, she's come a long way. Now, I've had trouble with the new Poison Ivy just in her three minutes of scenes. Right. She's not she's not ringing well for me. <laughs> that uh, doesn't bode well. Yeah, but, I still don't uh, know why they call her Ivy and not Pamela. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's it's one what, of those what if moments. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, that is definitely a what if moment. Uh, moving on, uh, the Flash premiered. Yep, this it was fun. Week. It was fun. Flashpoint. Uh, little the speedsters again. It's speedsters changing time, changing the history. The rival. Yeah, the rival. Didn't love that costume. Uh, yeah. Not. I, it's interesting. I don't. I, yeah, it's the speedsters. Constant speedsters. So I know. Like, I'm curious, Chatro. What did you guys think of the Flash premiere? I know a lot of people were kind of hopeful that Flashpoint was just going to be this big, I think overarching. That's, it's thing. the problem that they use with like BVS when you call something BVS or you call something Civil War. Right. Flashpoint is such a magnificent, all-encompassing storyline. But to call your TV show that's been in existence for two years Flashpoint. You're calling it something that it's not. Yeah. It's just... Uh, you're setting up unrealistic expectations. Right. And right. it's not... Yeah. 
Um, I, you know, I thought there were definitely cool points of the episode. Whenever you get uh, the guy who plays Cisco Ramon to do he different was, character, oh like, my god, is he a good actor? He's god, really good. he's phenomenal. He's a guy that could, you could drop him into Gotham and he'd find and the like, right tone. You, that role could have been over the top, but he was just natural. He's so good, that guy. Yeah, he uh, he winks him. at the camera in the best possible oh. way. You know, he sinks right in there. And Grant Gustin is is phenomenal. Well, like, yeah. he's great. Um, I, I didn't love Kid Flash so much. I, felt I liked like, him. You did? Yeah. Okay. I did. I was on board with him. Okay. Why I thought, didn't it ring with you? The acting. Like, I don't know. Oh, like I, Performance. The, the performance, I just, I don't know. Um, you know, maybe I need to see more. Maybe, like, they're going to they're gonna do more with it. Now, the interesting thing about Flashpoint is that it's going to have ramifications on Flash for the rest of the season. Even though they wrapped up Flashpoint per se, right. I think a lot of the rest of the season is dealing with some what changes that have happened. What, what Eobarthon changed. He's like, yeah. oh, you got to deal with it now. And every time they show him with his mom, like, getting killed again, like, that's always yeah. a shortcut to just, like, come yeah. on. We all but have moms. Half of producers talked about how the, the ramifications of Flashpoint are going to spread out beyond the initial storyline, though, right? We'll see, we'll see the residue of that later yep. on. Exactly. Now, one thing I did enjoy a lot more than I expected to, because I didn't watch the last three episodes of last season, was Arrow. It was a soft reboot, almost. They had to I mean, reboot again. First of all, let me ask you this. Yeah. Chat roll, everybody. Do they always use, like, that many Flash kind of CGI effects in Arrow as they did last night? No. I felt like that was a little more. Yeah, than, it was a bit much. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. I, I Especially that shot when he falls out of the plane, the, the helicopter and you find him reverse yeah. angle shot. A little different, yeah. That was kind of cool. They've I, taken a kind of a soft reboot with this season, I think, because they had enough problems or, or uh, critiques last year. Yeah. So they're kind of going back to basics. I thought the fight scenes last night were excellent. I thought they were amazing. I was so impressed with the fight choreography. Me too. And that's what I used to love the most about the show. And I think what I kind of phased out with last season, it just got bogged down with a lot of stuff that I don't care about. Yeah. Um, so this is cool. I like that Casey Jones is in the show. <laughs> Wild um, dog. And how about uh, the actor uh, who was on Walking Dead, who's now Tyrese, Tyrese. Uh, Coleman, Coleman, Chad uh, Coleman, Chad, Chad Coleman, Tyrese, totally um, different character, but still menacing, still menacing, but totally different part for him. So yep. good for him. Um, but yeah, really good. And you saw it, so you both saw it, and you were mm-hmm. like, "Did you like yeah. better or worse?" Or uh, it's you know, I fell off after season four. After all of us on this panel, I was the big. Promoter for Arrow. I loved Arrow. Uh-huh. Last season really kind of let People me down. People in the chat room seem to have thought Arrow was really I'm, good last I think I'm back too. on. I, I, it's got some great um, things coming. I also wanted to show, I know we had the picture. Did you guys catch that Neil Adams uh, sketch? Drew, the drawing. The yeah. sketch when the police Who were like. A classic DC oh, artist. He's Tyrese was. Uh, Tyrese was holding, he it, was up. holding it up. Yeah. But it was not Tyrese. No. Not what his a, name. What a great show. Easter egg, though, right? I mean, yeah, it was just, cool. Awesome. It was really awesome. I actually read his his recent Batman that he wrote as well called Batman Odyssey. Did you no, read it? No, it's terrible. Oh my god, it's terrible. Oh, like, oh, wow. That leads to the fact I couldn't like these, get through these it. These guys was... like Stan Lee that try and write now, and they're yes, writing from so a voice like in the seventies and sixties. It was awful. But oh my god, but what is amazing about Neil Adams is listen to him on one of Kevin Smith's early Fat Man on Batman podcasts. He's on a couple of times. This guy has the best stories. Oh yeah. Uh, so definitely like listen to Neil Adams. We have to wrap up here really soon. I just want to say I know you can catch some of Batman Arkham VR the first twelve minutes. You can watch it. You're not excited for this because no. it's a 90-minute bull. But no, it's like he, you, 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 they show the VR and you try and take the collar and your, yeah. your arms are like this because the person's trying to do this. And it's 
It did, it, Have you seen it? Did you I, watch I, it? Watched the, I watched that 15 minute preview. I didn't watch the 15 minutes yet, so what did you think? I think the graphics look amazing. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of the action that they were showing in what was to get me excited was, all right, now pick up that pencil and write with it. You know, I mean, it's like... It's like... Yeah, the one cool thing I thought was uh, there's a the, the, the shot where you play the piano to open the Batcave, which I thought was kind of cute and, yeah. and made me a, That's cool. feel I happy. Think, I, don't, I just don't think VR will ever get... The level that people are thinking it will. Oh, Ten years like from a now, holodeck type. Let's, let's yeah, check back with Mikey Callahan. Exactly. You're going to say ever? Come on. I just we're think it's early yet. days. You know what we had 20 years ago? What's that? The Game Boy VR. We're not that far different from this one. Uh, let's talk see. to Elon Musk about that. He'll yeah, tell yeah. You. He's I, going to Mars. He won't be able to talk think, to me. Um, Lucifer. I know someone wants to talk about Lucifer. I haven't watched Lucifer. I have no. That's a, that's a, that's a Stryer. It's hard that's for me Stryer, to get back baby. on that train. I'm sorry. Roxy will talk all the Lucifer. Oh, and you were so excited for Lucifer. I was, I was, but I, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it was just like, a, it, it's just how many hours yeah, in a week, man. Too like, much it's out just there. too many shows. I can't even read comics anymore because there's so many shows. I, I did watch, uh, shout out Across the Aisle, a lot of Luke Cage this week. Definitely got me back in the gym. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm like I need to toughen you up. Got to get in Bobby shape. Yeah. I, um, so yeah, guys, um, that's all the time we have here for DC movie news. Bobby Bogner, what would you like to promote? Talk about? How can people find you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Bobby Bogner, B-O-G-N-A-R. Uh, and this Saturday, I designed a a menu for a pesterant an all-insect menu that we're going to be holding for oh. to raise money for charity, a food bank, uh, on Third Street Promenade this Saturday from uh, oh. I believe 11 to 2. And uh, if you want to try and eat some barbecue beetle tacos or a Thai mealworm salad or some other cool bug ah. stuff uh, and raise money for a good cause, I'll see you at Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica this Saturday. Well, I'm sure you got a lot of people that are going to be joining up for that Thanks. one, huh? Bugs people? Hey, yeah. why? Mikey Kalinowski. Yeah! At Mike Kalinowski. Guys, we're back. Character Corner. We're just recording. There's so many I've got... Been getting together. We've got one coming out to cover the uh, the rival. We got one to cover Wild Dog. They're going to be coming your guys' way, so make sure you check those out or talk to me on Twitter. Awesome, Mike Kalinowski. Yeah, I love talking talk, to you talk guys to out Mike there. Kalinowski. I he's, love it. He's oh, also, I'm doing the After Buzz show for MacGyver here. Are you oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Uh, Halloween's a busy time for me with work uh, with Universal. <laughs> Whoa. And that's what I think of that Universal Studios. So we'll uh, that. my host Frank Moran has been uh, taking the shepherding lead of that show. But yeah, we catch me out on After Buzz as MacGyver. Excellent. And do you give people like advice on like how to get out of certain scenarios and things to build? Do you I do just like look, a weekly. We're gonna build a, a Frank's you know, the Frank's the, the brains of the operation. I'm just the guy in the leather jacket, kind of like MacGyver, which which you definitely need to have. You do, uh, folks. You can find me uh, at Adam Gertler. Um, on the Twitter, Instagram, things like that. I'm on FX on Friday nights talking movies with Sasha Pro Raver. Oh. Check us out there. I'll be a desert trip this weekend. If you're going, give me a shout out. We can rock out with some old men that have more energy than any of us. Yeah. It's been a pleasure, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for, for, me, Adam. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.